Welcome to Blatantish, a podcast where my mom and I discuss our opinions on a variety of topics while attempting to navigate a generational gap of 18 years. Sometimes we agree, more often we don't, but either way, we're taking you along for the ride. My money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds. Let's get Blatantish. So, uh, I'm listening to a new podcast. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> um, it's called Unfuck Your Brain. <laughs> okay, that's that's definitely the solid F drop. Wow, you dropped it in the first. Okay, we've dropped the F bomb. We're here. All right, so tell me about this this new podcast. Um, well, in doing my research for this particular episode today, mm-hmm. um, the host is Kara Lowenthal. She did a podcast episode specifically on this topic. And mm-hmm. that's how I found her. And then I was like, wow, this is a great podcast. So I started listening. She is a podcast basically for high achieving women that have issues with self-confidence, self-doubt, um, the, the imposter syndrome and all that. She's a, sure. she's a lawyer that, uh, you, well, she's no longer a lawyer. She now is a, like a coach, a life coach. So, uh, it's just really cool, but it's called Unfuck Your Brain. So it's, so it's all about, I'm assuming it's like, you know, deprogramming and exactly. getting out of the, yeah, it sounds similar to what the stuff I've been listening it to. It has a bit of a, it's kind of told from a feminist lens. Right. But um, I think anybody could benefit from it. So, yeah. Sure. How about you? What you got going on new? Um, New book, new TV show. I have almost finished the new season of Umbrella Academy. Which oh, okay. is just good stuff. I'm ruffling this bag. This is the ASMR version. ASMR uh, beef jerky bag, yeah. <laughs> ASMR um, portion of your podcast. On books, I finished. Actually, I never pulled this up on the podcast before. Let me pull this up real quick. I have this uh, project going right now. Okay. I've done it all year. And it is to, I'm trying to read, I think I mentioned it before, I'm trying to read like 50 books in a year. Yeah, we talked about read uh, 50 or 100 in a year. Yeah, and on I. One of the previous episodes. And I haven't done great because the first five that I read were all Wheel of Time and they're all like oh 700 plus pages. Uh, so yeah, the first five, I read the first five Wheel of Time books. Took a little break in April and read that Casey Davis book you gave me, How to Keep House While Drowning. Yes. Then I read The Sixth Wheel of Time and The Seventh Wheel of Time. Then I did uh, Will White's Cradle, his book 11 and Cradle. Me and Chris are both reading that series. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Uh, and then the last book I finished was I finished the entirety of Justin Baldoni's Man Enough. I actually finished the yeah. book. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently working on, uh, for an upcoming podcast, I'm, I'm fin- listening to A Mother's Reckoning okay. by the mom of one of the... Uh, Columbine shooters, right. I'm listening to a book by. It's a. He's a teacher. Um. It's called Classroom Management for Art, Music, and PE Teachers. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to that, and I am still working through some more of Brandon Sanderson's Way of Kings. Oh, I'm also reading. Uh, at, it, currently, still succinctly, also reading The Last Wish by, um, I can't pronounce his name, but it's The Witcher books. 
I'm reading a book called A Radical Awakening. It's by Dr. Shafali. Interestingly enough, she was a guest on the Unfuck Your Brain podcast. Mm -hmm. And that's where I found her book. And it's is life altering as the host made it sound like. So it sounds like it's pretty life altering to me. Um, Should I say the name of that podcast one one more more time? time. Yeah, go ahead. Throw it on out there. That's uh, all right. We dropped the F bomb on a bomb enough. But hey, we, we broke our F bomb cherry. Yeah, you just we busted our F bomb cherry. So. so we so we ended up uh I made a Facebook post the other day. So I, I finally broke the silence and can say that I've gotten hired. Uh oh yeah, your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm starting in uh, here coming up in August, I'll be teaching elementary music at a local elementary school. Congratulations. I had every amount of faith in you. I knew you could do it. Yep. As of yesterday, I finished my last day teaching private music lessons. So you're currently unemployed or in between mm-hmm. jobs? What what label are you using? I don't know if I'm... Un- it's weird. I mean, technically, I'm unemployed because I haven't started work. So I guess yes. technically, yes. For the next <laughs> two weeks, I'm unemployed. I'm just a bum. That's what I'm doing. I wouldn't say a bum. <laughs> nope. I'm just uh, doing the in-between job thing. Well, I'm very proud of you. And I knew you, you can do it. It's going to be great. I can't wait to hear all about it. And then you just got back from vacation. Dad and I just got back from vacation. Mm-hmm. We went on a well, mini vacay. Um, like it was, three weeks ago now. When yes, this comes out. yeah. Our 28th anniversary. AKA was, yesterday. Yes. Our 28th <laughs> anniversary was on the 21st. Jason and I have been married 28 years. We've been together so 29. Awesome. Yeah. And so we went away, went to San Antonio, stayed on the Riverwalk for a few awesome. days, and just got back today. And here we are in Blayton Studios recording. So For the Blayton Army. The Blayton Army. <laughs> Bruh. All right. Uh, should we get into it? I, th- I think we should. Um. <clears throat> so today we're going to talk about people-pleasing. People-pleasing. Yes. I, I've... I've struggled with this for a lot. I've I've been a people pleaser for. I think many many of us many of us are, and I and I think oftentimes we don't really realize that we're doing that. But uh, we're going to talk about that today. So, people pleaser is an individual that puts the needs of others above their own, and they have issues advocating for themselves. Yeah, um, oftentimes they come across as helpful or agreeable. While underneath, uh, they have a lot of pain, trauma, and they have this um, strong need to earn others' approval. Sometimes they can see themselves as inferior, not equal. Um, they have a, a view that develops where they feel like other people are more deserving than they are. Uh, it's, it's definitely a mental health issue, and it can affect one's relationships to self and others. Um it can actually be a symptom of anxiety, depression, avoidant personality disorder, borderline personality disorder, codependency, or dependency personality disorder. Uh, so it's actually where where we, you know, it's kind of a light term. You think people pleasing. It's actually a pretty serious. It can be a pretty serious condition. Well, yeah, and I mean, I I I kind of had that same approach too until I read this article and it gave me the idea for. It and I was like, wow, I didn't really know. Uh, I didn't, I guess I never really dug that deep into the topic, but no, it, it's obviously a very serious issue, but tends to stem from some pretty heavy stuff. So, um, how, how do you know if you're a, uh, if you're a people pleaser? I think, uh, I think it stems a lot of times from a desperation to be liked. Um, I know when I was, uh, in like elementary school, you know, and, and 
it kind of stems back to my use of humor as like a defense mechanism. Oh, yes. Um, big time for me because when I was in elementary school, coming into intermediate school, and then so heavily in middle school, like I wanted people to like me so bad. I, I, was, I wanted popularity. I wanted this idea that I was one of the cool kids and I fit in. Uh, and I, I found that if I would do something silly or if I would get hurt or if, or something, you know, that kind of slapstick thing, people would laugh. And I'd said, Oh, they're laughing. They like me, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, and I really developed a reputation as kind of being a class clown because of that, because I was always looking for some way to get everyone to, to laugh and like me. Um, and a lot of time it had the opposite effect, you know, people looked at me like I was stupid or silly or that I was, I was being a fool. Um, but uh, that you're obsessed with being friends with everyone, and, and even into high school, you know, I, I was, I had so many different friend groups that I bounced between, and I think a lot of that, while a lot of it was the fact that I enjoyed being social, I think a lot of it is that desperation to be liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for some people, I think it's conflict avoidance. Oh yeah, um, but you know, like sometimes that conflict brings really negative or. Uh, uncomfortable feelings or emotions so i think people people want to avoid conflict like the play i'm that way especially in a job setting and stuff um i you know i just really don't want to have any conflict whatsoever so you know sometimes um i'm that person that'll just kind of go along with whatever um, I think there's a little bit of this in everybody. Like yes. nobody wants to, nobody wants to be disliked. Nobody wants to go in a room and everybody sigh. And I think even people who like me, who are very, I'm always willing to be devil's advocate and get into a debate and, and argue. There are times where I just don't want to deal with that too. Mm-hmm. And, and especially when you introduce aggression, right? Like nobody wants that. So I think, there's a little bit of everybody who who wants to please people and wants to avoid conflict. I think it's when it becomes the heavy the heaviest part of it, like your main thing, that it really becomes an issue. If uh, the number one thing you're worried about all the time is making people happy and not looking after yourself, and that's another indication that you may be a people pleaser if you're just all the time wanting to make someone happy. Yeah, or or sacrificing your health or or your needs for other people. Mm-hmm. We we talked in kindness about how a lot a big part of kindness is learning to you know sacrifice time and and that kind of stuff for other people. And while that is important for showing kindness and being charitable, a sacrifice, you can get to the point where you're really going overboard and you're harming yourself just to give little bit of happiness to somebody else and right. and that can be a problem. I think there's a clear difference between the two of those though. Right. But um um I think another indication that you may be a people pleaser is if you have a hard time saying no. I think I know somebody who has a hard time. I think saying we both no. know somebody who just will not say no to anybody. Will uh would prefer to avoid Avoid, make up a different story. Yeah, versus saying no. 100%. Yes, I think we know exactly who we're yeah. talking about. Um, um, but I mean, I think that comes from a place of not wanting to let people down. No, maybe for sure. Yeah, yeah. and Especially, and and I'm and I've I've done similar things where I'm like I don't want to just straight up tell somebody no, so I try to come up with like oh well I I can't do this because of X or Y. Well, and especially if it's your friends or family, mm-hmm. then it, you know it it adds a whole other level of difficulty of saying no in that situation. Right or um. Or again, I think somebody else apologizing too much. Right. 
that that idea of like I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I'm yeah. Sorry, there's sorry, somebody sorry. that comes to mind yeah. immediately. Yeah. So, so we all have people in our lives who, again, you're going to find these things, and it doesn't necessarily, I think, once again, mean that they're a chronic people pleaser who's suffering in their life because of it. But mm-hmm. I think that when you have somebody who is constantly looking for validation, who is constantly apologizing, who will never say no. Uh, and then, you know, you'll, you'll start to notice it wearing on them. Yeah. And, uh, that approval need for approval and validation, um, that can come down to the way one, somebody dresses right. their ideas, the choices they make. They're trying to get praise from others, whether they're having confidence in themselves. Confidence, yeah. Right. yeah it, it, it's all about this need for validation from other people. Um, and, and, and yeah, kind of, I think it comes back to that over and over again. It's that need for validation is really what it is. Yeah. And and going back to what you were talking about a while ago about being charitable and being nice and giving mm-hmm. your time, I, I think we should make a distinction. This would be a good point to do that is there's a difference between being nice and people pleasing. Um, you know, we. Right. I think it's the it comes down to the the why. Yes. And I've been focusing a lot on like the why. Uh, if if you're helping others, like like with some of the charity stuff I've been doing, it, it makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind, it's generous, it's helpful, and and you're really helping other people. Um, there's a difference than doing doing it for those reasons versus having to do all this stuff because you're worried what other people are going to think if you don't, right? Or you're worried about being rejected, or you're being kind because you're worried about avoiding conflict or being exactly. disliked. Uh, so so the why that you're doing all of this thing really matters, and you know if you're ever if you feel like you're a people pleaser, that you're you're stretching into this territory, really look inside and ask yourself why you're doing all the things that you're doing. Is it coming from a place of, I, I, I want to help people, I've got the resources to do it? Or is it coming from a place of, if I don't do this, people might think that I'm this way. Or if I don't do this, so-and-so is going to have their feelings hurt. I think that's a great segue into the next segment. The next segment? You mean the mid-roll? If you've enjoyed the show so far, you should take a minute to check out our affiliate links down below, specifically one from Designed by Humans. Designed by Humans is a clothes and apparel shop featuring all your favorite nerdy and geeky brands. Star Wars, Marvel, Dungeons & Dragons, you name it, they got it. I personally love their Baby Yoda merch. If you use our affiliate link down below, you can get a sweet discount on your next purchase, and it really helps to support us at the same time. If you're looking for another more direct way to support us, though, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash We'll be posting bloopers, extended cuts, and eventually episodes released a day early. Now back to the show. So what drives us to be people pleasers? Uh, I have a few things jotted down here. Um, wanting to be loved. Uh, yeah. Emotional neglect can foster people pleasing behaviors. I mean, you know, we all want to be loved, so uh, the need can make people do anything uh, to, you know, in order to get that security. Um, for me, I think, you know, having a kind of a, a bit of a negative self-image when I was younger uh, led to me, you know, again, trying to lean on other people to find happiness for myself and like uh, really looking for that popularity and like where I fit in, like led me to want to again, make everyone laugh and make everybody happy. Even mm-hmm. if it was at my expense. Right. Um, you know, I think that can lead to types of inferiority complexes or the feeling of not being good enough when you have that negative self image. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know what you were just saying, you know, um, 
it's a learned behavior that can come from childhood. Uh, you know, it could come from your parents or people that we looked up to. That, Friends, classmates. Anybody that, that is also, you. it could the be a pleaser. learned, you know. Um, it's a coping mechanism, really, is what it is. Uh, nurture, not nature kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it can really come from lots of places. Uh, trauma. Insecurity. Uh, insecurity, yeah. yeah. There's lots of different places that that can come from. But I think it all comes back to, like, what, what at the core it is. It's it's a situation where you're wanting to make people happy. Um, and it's... We come back to that. Why? Why are you wanting to make people happy? It's not a positive thing. And for the case of people pleasers, it's that you're looking for validation that you didn't get elsewhere. Mm-hmm. For sure. And and I mean, like painful, traumatic, uh, difficult experiences can foster those. You know, it can be a need for safety. You know, if you were abused as a child, mm-hmm. you know, or um, you're looking for that. Uh, I'm proud of you. You you're looking get. for that, but it yeah. could also be a safety net, too, because, yeah. you know, this is what you had to do. You know, you had a parent that was abusive or you had to a, make them happy, a drug addict, an alcoholic yeah, or something. Sure. You had to do this. So, you know, to keep the peace. So, yeah, it Absolutely. could come out. Definitely can come out of trauma. Um, and people pleasing can lead to pa- uh, development of passive aggressive actions, uh, self-neglect, anxiety, stress. Uh, again, that conflict avoidance, the inability, so, you know, you're not going to be going out for a new job or competing in mm-hmm. things, anger, frustration, lack of decision-making skills, poor communication, and it just overall cultivates unhealthy one-sided relationships. Absolutely. You know, if, yeah. if you're, if you're a chronic people pleaser, then you're constantly always the one who is doing, 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 you're not typically going to be receiving a lot of affection. You're giving and never, and you're never, never getting anything in return. Yeah. So what are some ways we can kind of disrupt people-pleasing behavior? Oh, wow. What are some ways we can disrupt people-pleasing behavior um, and and kind of work on beginning to fix that within ourselves? Um, Well, we can acknowledge, first of all, you know. The first step is acknowledging you have a problem. The first step is always admitting you have a problem. Acknowledge that you're a people-pleaser. Um, build, set, maintain boundaries. We've boundaries talked, are so important. I was yeah. going to say, we've talked about that in so many of our mm-hmm. other episodes, of whether it be the adult-child dynamic, that relationship, mm-hmm. and um, setting boundaries is such an important thing. Being assertive, um, and, and that may be easier said than done for a people-pleaser. Being assertive is usually not a trait associated with uh, people like that. Right. Um, I think there's probably a tie to people-pleasers and like extroverted type people. You know, yes, again, sure. you want that conflict avoidance. Um, ask for help. Um, people pleasers have a tendency to not want to do that. Do it They're all on their own. So busy doing everything else for everybody else, they never think to ask for help. Right. Um, Self acceptance. Yeah, and again, that's another one that comes back to every aspect of your life. If you can't accept yourself, how are you going to love someone else? How are you going to? How are you going to be able to help? to care for someone in a healthy way if you're not caring for yourself. Right. Absolutely. Uh, you got to make you a priority, which is basically what you just mm-hmm. talked about. Practice self-love. Um, yeah. Be you. Stop trying to be fit. Uh, stop trying to fit in. Um, try positive self-talk. So I've talked about this a lot with, especially my vocal students, positive self-talk. Cause I have, I have a lot of vocal students who, you know, singing for them is, it, it, they use it almost like a therapy. Sure. It's something where, Oh, I had a bad day at school and they come home and they, blast music and they sing or oh so and so broke up with me blast music and sing right so they get into this habit of singing when they're sad Mm -hmm. or when something bad has happened because they use it like therapy and while that's great 
it's also reinforcing that when you sing, it's because of negative emotions. Yeah. So those I find, you know, I find a lot of my students I've, I've worked with who've had a lot of nerves incorporated when singing or just, just felt like they weren't a good singer. I'm like, well, when do you sing? And they're like, well, when I'm upset, when I'm sad, when I'm angry. And I'm like, okay, you need to be singing when you're happy. You need to sing right. when you're feeling yourself. You need to be singing when you're in a good mood. Because you're not you're you're constantly associating that with negative emotions. Of course. And on top of that, to kind of get them on that road, I say, you know, wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and tell yourself you're a good singer. Tell them you're tell yourself Absolutely. you're good enough. Tell Daily yourself, affirmations. You, you fake it till you make it. You right. won't believe it at first, but after a while, you'll start believing yourself. And and so I do that. That uh, self talk is big, even in my music lessons, especially mm -hmm. for building confidence. Right. Um, other other ways to disrupt that type of behavior: stop making assumptions about things mm -hmm. or people, or yourself, or yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, communicate your needs, um, identify your patterns, and uh, realize what your triggers are. Mm -hmm. And then finally, the the most simple and probably hardest one to do is to say no. Yeah. Well, and what are some different now? Some, now saying no is, sounds easy, but what are what are some other kind of ways to say no? Because sometimes, again, going up and Hey, can you do this for me? No. Well, yeah. Yeah, it, doesn't, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it can be difficult. I mean, saying no, like I said, it seems like it's one of the most easiest things to do. But, um, yeah, there's some effective ways that you can say no to people. Um, I've so. got to go with my intuition and say no. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's more, you're kind of putting a, a because, like, right. ah, I'm not feeling that. And, yeah. And people can relate kind of following your gut and you can't really argue with intuition. It's not a solid thing. It's, it's not like I'm saying, Oh, well, you know, I'm nervous. So no, like, it's like, well, how the, how the hell do I argue with your intuition? Yeah. So just saying no. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just simply saying no is not enough. Like you said, yeah. uh, you know, I've got to go with my intuition and say no. Um, uh, another way would be to say, I wouldn't be comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. I've used that one a lot. I really, yeah. well, that's a good idea, but I just, I wouldn't be, I'm not going to be very comfortable with doing that. I'm, and it's a, it's a principled reason. So people really can't argue with that, but then you've got people who could argue with anything. So, yeah. um, another one is if in the work setting or school setting, you my might team, say boss, my, spouse, family, exactly. would kill me. yeah, I've used yeah. that one too, which you have to be careful with that mm -hmm. one. You want to make sure that whatever you say is actually, uh, you know, a thing. I think I think sometimes in a work setting, though, especially as an employee, if you're a lower level employee, going with the excuse, "Well, my boss, we're not the company doesn't allow that." Sure, I've, I've used that to get out of a lot of situations where, you know, it's awkward. And and luckily, I've had bosses that have supported, you know, backed me up on things. But I, I've done the. Well, I understand how you feel, and, and if it was up to me, maybe, but, you know, my the company has a policy against this, so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Another way that you can effectively say no would be to say, I can't fit that into my schedule. Yeah, I don't have the um, time. I'm busy. Yeah, if you're overcommitted and don't have the time, you know, that's an easy-peasy way to say no. Um, that goes against my morals or principles. Again, a mm -hmm. firm statement that both says no and that you disapprove um uh again back my in predecessor the, was fired for that right back in the work setting this is a way of both saying no and giving a warning like you can't yeah we can't do this yeah hey you probably shouldn't do this or saying you've got this yeah uh you know be positive oh hey i'm really i just really need some help on this project you think you got a minute well, you got it you can do it i believe in you yeah yeah uh, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a positive no positive no. yeah literally yeah. it's not a negative uh but yeah, I mean, those are just some ways that you can effectively say no. Yeah, hundred percent. 
so yeah, it's it's. I think the people pleasing just in typical. It's it's something that I think we all we all have a little bit of a people pleaser. Oh, absolutely. It's not it's not like you're a people pleaser or you're not. And I think that we all have to kind of remember uh, as we're trying to be kinder, as we're trying to build relationships with people, as we're trying to be loved and love in return. You kind of have to remember that sometimes that can be taken advantage of. And it's very easy if you like making people happy to fall into this people pleasing trap. Mm-hmm. So. So what do you got to say in, in closing today? Um, I, I, I guess, you know, you've got to abandon your need to apologize for shit that you have no control over. Mm-hmm. Um, a quote from Lizzie Moult from uh, one of the uh, articles I read that for this, you know, preparing for this episode, she said, the sun doesn't apologize for shining and neither should you. I like that. Um, and I like the... That that going back to that idea of having a daily like affirmation. Absolutely, uh, and and just you know again, just say no. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recognize that that may be easier said than done, yeah. but there's ways to do it without just coming out and being a complete asshole. You just gotta always remind yourself you're deserving, you're worthy, and uh, it's it's always your time to shine. Yeah. Good talk. Good talk. Hey, Blakeness Army, if you're enjoying the show, consider heading over to iTunes and giving the show a five-star rating. This immensely helps out the podcast. And hey, we really want to hear from you. So be sure to visit our socials. Those can be found on our website. Speaking of our website, you can find us at www.blatant-ish.com. Of course, as always, remember to make those connections. Treat each other with kindness. Live your truth. And always be Blatantish.